This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk, and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Dr. Justin Goldston. He's a professor of project and supply chain management at Penn State University. He's done several TED Talks, a lot of scholarly articles, and is an expert in the field, so I really appreciate you coming on today. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? Well, I... My journey, I always start off by saying my journey is kind of different and unconventional in that whenever I went to college, I started out as a computer science major, um, but I went to North Carolina a and on a baseball scholarship. And in the second semester of my freshman year, we had mandatory computer labs and on Wednesdays. And because we traveled on Wednesdays for baseball, I went to the the head of the computer science department and said, I can't attend these computer science uh, uh, labs because I travel for baseball. And they essentially, he essentially said, well, you have to choose between computer science or baseball. And I said, because you're not paying for my scholarship, I'm out. So one of my one of my teammates uh, was actually in a uh, supply chain program uh, within a within a school of business. And he said that we could get scholarship money on top of our baseball scholarship money. So as a Brooke College student, I was I was down for that. So given that my father was a plant manager in North Carolina, um, I, w- I began going through the classes and say, hey, I, I understand what this person's talking about. This is totally different than first semester when I was lost. <laughs> so, so I, I, I grew, I grew to love the, the field of, of supply chain management and there's, there's never a dull moment. And I learned that from my internships and, and the rest is essentially history. Nice. And in terms of kind of being an expert, did you undertake uh, some of the presentations you've done in terms of TED Talks, in terms of the scholarly articles. Was that a drive or was that something that kind of came natural to you in terms of kind of promoting who you are and, you know, what you have to add within the field? I think that I think that it's the passion. And and I'm actually organizing um, a TED Talk at TEDx PSU Wilkes-Barre um, in, in Pennsylvania. We were supposed to, we were supposed to hold our, our, our uh, event in March, but because of COVID, we're going to push to the uh, fall of 2021. But same, same, same with, with my story in that your passion is going to show through. And if you're, if you're trying to self-promote, those TED organizers see right through that. And I, th- I feel the same way in my scholarly writing. I feel the same way in my conference presentations. I feel the same way in my TED Talks. So if I were to provide any type of, of, of advice, do what you're passionate about. And I say that I'm teaching at Penn State now. I'm getting paid to do my hobby. And I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's kind of obviously the ideal situation because anyone that does truly what they're passionate about, they're never really, quote unquote, working, I guess, a day in their life. So I think that's really important. And in terms of kind of the 
national and global climate, obviously, project and supply chain management is, you know, a hotbed issue for businesses now and in terms of like implementation. Now, most importantly, in terms of kind of digital transformation, where do you see kind of uh, where we are globally? And obviously, with the pandemic first hitting, there was a lot of uh, disruptions in terms of supply chains and different uh, manufacturers and different um, logistic things around the country and around the world. Where do you see kind of us headed, I guess, in 2021 and beyond? I, I will say, I will first start off by saying, fortunately and, and, and unfortunately, um, there has been an increased awareness in terms of the supply chain uh, discipline. Um, one of my, one of my peers, uh, when I was teaching at Georgetown, said that you know previously supply chain management was not was was viewed as an expense. Now it's viewed as a competitive advantage, and now with the pandemic, it's viewed as survival. <laughs> I would say, and I and I and I and I always tell my students, I say Amazon saved the world in March and April. I mean, the rest of the world was shut down. Amazon, Amazon was shipping out shipping out products to. You know, all of us here, here, here in the United States. I had Amazon. I had Amazon uh, trucks rolling up at my at my door seven days a week because <laughs> I delivered on Sundays in, in 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 Pennsylvania. But I think that we're going to see an increased collaboration among business partners because it's required. We're going to see increased communication among business partners because it's required. We're going to see um, increased transparency. Um, throughout throughout supply chains, and that 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 is that is that is for the good. And I always say that there is a silver lining, um, and I always look for the silver linings in, in this pandemic. And I think that that is one of them. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's pushed companies to reevaluate what they're doing, and in terms of kind of putting them in survival mode. Obviously, a lot of businesses and a lot of industries got hit harder than others, but obviously having uh, supply chain and in terms of project management shored up as a company that makes this whole ordeal a little bit better. So what motivates you to succeed? Obviously those motivations may have changed over time, but what currently motivates you to succeed? So you, you make you, you, you slid something in there and it's very important in that, you know, I have, I have evolved, you know, and I would say my 21 year old self, the money drove me to succeed, right? And and as I as I grew, and my passion for the discipline grew, my passion to help others have grown. I think that my passion to help others, to be a servant leader, drives me to succeed. Me succeeding enables others to succeed because whenever I succeed, whenever I progress, I'm bringing my people with me. I'm bringing others with me. Because there's no amount of money that that makes me happier than to see someone that I've mentored be successful in their lives. There's no, there's no, there's no, there's no, no greater, no greater uh, 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 benefit or satisfaction to to see someone walk on that TED stage and present a presentation. Whenever I was mentoring them, whenever they were saying, whenever they just reached out on LinkedIn and said, "Justin, I want to do a TED talk." buckle up let's go (laughs) you know so so i think that i think that helping others uh um 
is my drive to succeed. And I would say most recently, uh, my daughter is, is, is seven months old and she, she drives me to succeed because I want her to see that anything is possible, you know? So that's my, that's my great, that's my greatest push. Yeah, that's awesome. I think obviously I had like a similar mindset. So 20s really um, getting into an industry and I'm out of necessity and, and pivoting, but um, focusing on uh, on the agency side and on the corporate side. So like jumping as many titles up the ladder as fast as possible and like attaining in terms of financial success and obviously material gain and then switch for when I uh, turned 30, it went like you said to a more uh, legacy mindset and giving back. And like I often say, uh, there's more than one way to be successful. So you can either just kind of shut down and shut down in terms of your skill set and expertise, or you could share and help others around you and help others succeed and bring them up with you. And I think that's been a lot more rewarding than if I didn't switch that mindset. And I think there's that one line we get to a certain level of financial success, unless that next jump is significantly higher, that like quality of life and the reward or that satisfaction from that compensation isn't going to get that much more unless you like jump another zero in the compensation. Right. It's just more taxes. (laughs) Yep. That definitely is the truth. So what's one thing that you may have seen as a weakness in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? I would, I would say, I would say not saying no to anything, especially in business. Because, because again, earlier, earlier in my career, you know, my mindset was, okay, I won't turn anything down. I'll, I'll try to be, try to be a superhero and, 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 and gain all these accolades and rise up the ladder, just, just as you referred to. And, and, you know, in, in some cases it ran me into the ground. Right. And I would say that it, it just, it just recently happened about three weeks ago where I have one of my peers. She's the faculty director at Georgetown, and she—I sit on her virtual couch often. I will say, shout out to Linda Dunn, and and I said, Linda, I said, I said, I said, I'm in the same house as my daughter, and yesterday I did not see my daughter the entire day. I said, and that crushed me, and I said it crushed me because it's my fault, right? So, so saying no has been, has kind of been, has been the detriment, but I would say on the flip side, it's created a number of opportunities. If it's created, it's created opportunities for myself, but more importantly, it's created opportunities for others. Because with the networks that I'm building with these conferences, these international conferences, you know, that I'm speaking at, you know, whenever I have students that's looking, that's looking for roles within organizations, oh, yeah, I know. I know the VP at that company. Oh, yeah, I know the direct the, the director of supply chain at that company. Let me make a phone call. <laughs> you know, so so I think that I think that you know it's, it's opening up opportunities for myself as well as for others. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a reoccurring topic when people said uh, to begin with or in general they had a hard time saying no. Obviously, in terms of personality traits, you want to help everyone, but saying no leads and opens up bigger and better yeses and as you progress 
um, in your career, your business as an entrepreneur, as you grow, the ability to help others on a more, you know, national, state, global stage, you're able to do so uh, better. And the yeses open up, like I said, bigger doors. Yes. Yes. And that's one thing. That's one thing I continue to 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 work on because <laughs> it's like, oh, what if I turn that one down? What if this thing explodes? <laughs> that's, that's my that's my that's my struggle. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I think in terms of uh, me personally, a lot of people ask me for, you know, digital marketing advice or different uh, podcasting advice. Not to say like, you know, I've I achieved a certain level of success in podcasting too. I mean, I do it in terms of a passion and networking and learning from others from different walks of life. But the very least I, I do is point them in the right direction. I may not have the time to say that, that whole, you know, yes, I'll help you with this. But if I know someone that could possibly help them, or if I can steer them in the right direction, I at least kind of plant that seed. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's one thing. I mean, and I tell my students, it's, it took me, it took me 30 years to figure it out where, you know, if I'm gone tomorrow, nobody's going to say, dang, Justin made a lot of money. No, they're going to say, dang, look at how many, look how many, how many people Justin's and positively impacted around the world. Right. They're going to say, dang, Roman was a digital savage. <laughs> They're not going to say anything about, you know, how much money, you, how much money you made in the cars you drive and the houses you have. And it's about, like you said, it's about that legacy mindset. I love that. You didn't copy, you didn't, you didn't copyright that. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to take that one. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think I got it from somebody else, <laughs> actually. So you can uh, you can use that. And yeah, I mean, it, you get to a certain mindset where you like reach a certain level of success. Obviously, there's more success because me personally, I, it's a it's a pivoting and a, and a moving target. So by not having a goal that's uh, a stationary kind of destination, I, I force myself not to plateau. Even if I reach a certain goal, I automatically pivot or, you know, have a, a, another focus or another passion. So I think it, it's important in that sense to kind of stay hungry too, because I say it a lot. I mean, if you want to use it, I didn't copyright it either, but I think, uh, Complacency is the death of innovation. So if you're truly not passionate about learning and kind of redefining yourself, and at least learning or reading something one day, it can be in, in the skill set or expertise that you're in, or something totally different. If you're not challenging yourself, you just got to kind of fall into habit and be complacent and comfortable to you know where you are. And a lot of the time kind of drop off and not want to, you know, pursue your paths, passions further. Preach, preach. <laughs> I am right on board with you on that one. Yeah, and I think you mentioned you have a, a a young child. So as a foster parent in the last two years, me and my wife have had 22 kids. And with the whole pandemic and everything else, we had four children under the age of six. So sometimes I kind of wanted to get away. But um, I think the the whole global and new, I guess, workforce in terms of being remote and dealing with those challenges have, uh, you know, forced people to do what they have to do. Yeah. yeah and I mean, and it's, and it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, and, and, and that's, and again, once again, it took me a long time to figure out it's not all about you. It's not about you. Right. You know, it's about, it's about, it's about others. It's about serving others. And it's about, you know, like you said, leaving that legacy. And that's what, that's, that's what it's all about to me right now. Yeah, I agree. So what's one piece of advice you could leave with the audience, personal or professional? It goes along with what, what, what you just said. 
I would say I would say that my biggest piece of advice is to challenge the status quo and think unconventionally. Because if you don't challenge the status quo, we don't innovate. And as you said, we become complacent. And 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 there is one, there is one, uh, one of my favorite comments is is that if you don't, I said uh, they, they said that you know comp- that competitive advantages are only temporary, right? And the reason why I hesitated is that I was thinking of it from a, from a business perspective. But I just now thought of it. This is from a from a personal perspective as well, because you can be you can get promoted, right? Or 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 you can you can you can uh, be a leader within your community. You can be a, a leader within within other other areas outside of business. But you still have to strive for continuous improvement. You still have to strive for, 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 for professional development or personal development, right? So, so you have to have that internal competitive advantage, right? That may not be for everyone, but that's, that's essentially my mindset because if I have a competitive advantage, if I'm continuously, if I'm continually uh, uh, increasing my knowledge, Increasing my awareness. Now I'm sharing that knowledge with others, right? And that goes back to that servant leadership. So that's my piece yeah. of advice. <laughs> yeah, I agree, and I think it's one of those things also to really understand um, who you are, I, I guess. And um, like I often preach, if you do have the passion and kind of the grit, like if I hire someone and people that I've interviewed. I look for emotional empathy and uh, emotional IQ more so than, you know, a skill set because I can make someone an expert in whatever I I want to teach them in or whatever I'm hiring for because that's something that they desire to learn and they can pick that up but having those kind of inter- interpersonal skills and understanding who they are and I mean oftentimes I'm coming from situation of being a first generation immigrant born, born in the Soviet Union into communism. So coming here and then being a, a criminal justice major interning with the Secret Service and then totally pivoting into digital marketing because of the 2008 recession. So I think it's one of those things where, you know, don't let anything uh, hinder you or kind of let anyone tell you anything that deval- devalues who you are and what you have to offer because not everyone is given the same opportunities to start with, but it's kind of like making the best of your situation. And just because you start with, you know, a favorable situation versus, you know, something else doesn't mean you can't get to the same destination. I love that. That's an interesting. That's an interesting story. We have, we have to have a, a side conversation on how you went from the secret service to the, <laughs> to marketing, but but yeah, that's a yeah, that's gonna be an interesting story. Yeah, uh, well, I couldn't find a job in that in that e, uh, economy. State, local, federal agencies froze hiring, and basically, only thing I really did that kept me sane was go to the gym. I met someone at the gym that saw kind of my drive, my my hunger, and they basically said come out to my car. I want to give you something after my workout. And then I came out, it was still 2008. So, you know, people weren't necessarily sending digital copies of things, but they opened their trunk and handed me a packet 
50 page packet about search engine optimization basically said, read this, read up online and you can start doing this for my business. And then I, I took it out of necessity and have been running with it ever since. Interesting. Interesting. And then, and I think that, I think that that grit, that grit, that drive, that hustle, that's one thing that I just spoke with, with one of my peers, Sherry Heinish, uh, also known as the supply chain queen in that, you know, that's one thing I'm struggling with, with some, with some of some of their students, you know, where, you know, they think that a job's going to land in their lap once they, once they get a degree, but, you know, we look, we look for the drive because just cause, just cause you're, 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 you know, top of your class you still have to show that you can you can survive in the real world because i've had i've had i've had employers come to me um with with students i've 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 uh sent over to them they're top top you know two or second or third in the class and they say justin this this person is brilliant he said but whenever they whenever they get hit with a with a difficult situation they crack he said, he said, he said, give me a C student that has been through the trenches and knows how to work. <laughs> you know, that may not be applicable to, 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 to all industries, but you know, in, in some, some leaders, that's what, that's what some leaders look for. You know, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't put that much weight on, 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 on GPA. They want to look for the drive because like you said, you can train, you can train, you know, you can train the discipline. But you can't train. You can't train the EQ. You can't train the spiritual intelligence. You can't train drive. You can't train grit. Uh, grit. Yeah, I agree. It's it's funny. I, I've spoken a few times. I went into um, the College of New Jersey before the pandemic, like a year and a half ago, speaking to an outgoing digital marketing class about you know uh, you know starting an agency, being in the field for over a decade working with fortune clients, different things in terms of the industry. And it, it, they look like deer in headlights, a lot of them in terms of like, they, they thought everything was set. They're going to, uh, you know, graduate and have their dream job. And I'm like, this is not necessarily, I don't know if your teachers or professors told you, but this isn't necessarily how this industry works. So I think going out and, and taking the initiative, I think initiative is key. So you can have that education, but if you don't apply that and take that extra step in terms of that drive, you're always kind of not necessarily going to reach your full potential. Yeah, I completely agree. And, and that's what some of my students say where they say, Dr. Golson, you're different. I say, I come from the industry. I'm not a career academic, <laughs> you know, but, and, and that's, a, in my opinion, that's a big difference because we, we, like I said, we've been through it. We've been through the trenches. We've been through the recessions. You know, we well now now these students have been have been through a pandemic. And I would say that this is probably one of the first times where they have faced difficult situations or faced or faced something that they're uncomfortable with, I will say. So and I and I <laughs> and I would say that I would say that that may be to a detriment. But how can you how can you teach that, you know? And that's one thing I'm more I'm 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 thinking about, you know, because you have to you have to teach life you have to teach life <laughs> you have to teach life, <laughs> and that's what's missing in higher education. Yeah, I agree. And like you said, there's a lot of even looking back when I was in uh, college, there's a lot of career um, educators that I'm not saying don't have expertise, but they haven't been kind of through that ringer and haven't had those kind of 
real world scenarios that challenge challenge them and then they learn from them and then they can utilize those learnings to apply to kind of bigger challenges in the future. So I really valued uh, professors that were coming from an industry where the course was in, where they can really give real world examples and scenarios of some of the things they went through as well. Yeah, I think that's the best for us today. I would say that's that's where that those were my my favorite professors, my best professors. Um, and that's what I tell my students. I say that when I look back on it, undergrad, grad, doctorate, I probably had about four great professors. And those professors all came from the industry. Right. And I would know that is, that is absolutely not a single knock on on those individuals that that kick out amazing research that changed the world, right? But from me, from a, from my business perspective, that's applicable to to my goals in the industry. Those were um, the professors that made the greatest impact on my on my life. Yeah, I agree. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? I would say the best way to find me will be will be on LinkedIn, uh, Justin Golston. Um, I could also be reached via email at Justin, J-L-G, Justin Lee Golston, 566 at PSU.edu. Awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. All right. Thanks for having me. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.